when you're starting out, you might think that it's easier to sell a low ticket product, but we forget that it would take a thousand people buying your $10 workbook to make $10,000 of sales versus 10 people buying a $1,000 course or $1,000 program. Welcome to Imperfect Action. I'm Steph Taylor. For years, I read all the books, downloaded all the freebies, and did all the courses. But it wasn't until I started taking Imperfect Action that my business had its first million-dollar year. Imperfect Action is about doing things before you're ready, prioritizing consistent action over perfect action, and moving forward, even when you're not sure you're doing it right. On this show, you can expect mindset advice, actionable marketing tips, and strategies to build a business that brings you more profit, more freedom, and even more joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co forward slash DBB or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome to Imperfect Action. This is episode 570. Today, I'm answering a listener question in yet another Ask Steph episode. Now, if you have any questions about building an online business and you would like me to answer them in a podcast episode, just like this one, make sure you head over to stephtaylor.co slash asksteph to submit it. Or you can find the link also in the show notes and go there, fill out your question. You can make it anonymous if you want, and I will potentially answer it on an episode like this one. Today's question that I'm answering is from Mona of Healthy Homesteading. That is her business name, Healthy Homesteading. The question is, hi, Steph. I am a homesteading coach looking for some guidance on what I should launch next. I have a podcast, email list, paid membership, and a digital workbook that is under $10. I would like to know how I should go forward to decide what to launch next. I think my community will help me answer this question, but I'm really needing a higher ticket offer. I'm leaning towards offering a course for homesteaders and dreamers who want to know how to earn an income online and through their homestead. Lack of funds is one of the big homesteader pain points. I also feel that is something some might pay more money for. Any guidance would be very much appreciated. Okay, there's a lot, a lot to unpack in this question. And I would encourage you to start by taking stock, by really looking at what's already working and what's not working, because it's really hard to give a specific answer without myself knowing what's working and what's not working. I would ask you, are your membership and your workbook selling well? Are they, are they not selling very well? Are the, what are the kinds of numbers you're getting through there? Are the members in your membership engaged? Are they staying in the membership? Are they turning over quite quickly? What are they asking you for? Really looking at all of these things from a bigger picture, like what's working, what's not working? Where are the gaps there? And I'm just going off your question that you've written in. I presume that the reason you're asking or you, the reason you think you need a higher ticket offer is that you're not selling enough of the membership and the workbook to generate the income that you are hoping to achieve. And that's fair because when you're starting out, 
You might think that it's easier to sell a low-ticket product, but we forget that it would take a thousand people buying your $10 workbook to make $10,000 of sales versus 10 people buying a $1,000 course or a $1,000 program to make that same amount of sales. And yes, it might be easier to get a yes from somebody for a $10 offer. They might they might be more likely to buy a $10 offer than a $1,000 one. But when you don't have a massive audience, it's actually much easier to build a really good connection with 10 people, you know, get 10 people to trust you enough, to like you enough, and then deliver, over-deliver to those 10 people than to go out there and try and find a 1,000 people to buy and you can't really deliver an epic experience because there's a thousand people and it's a digital workbook. So you're kind of limited in how you can deliver that experience. And then there's no real reason for them to come back to you because they might not have been impressed or wowed or uh, they haven't had their ex- expectations exceeded. So they're kind of just lukewarm versus those 10 people who you've probably had a chance to work with pretty closely. And now they're going to be really good fans of yours. But if we go back to, okay, so looking for a thousand people to buy this $10 offer for $10,000 of sales, let's imagine we're working with a 5% conversion rate, which is actually like on the upper, on the upper side of standard at the moment. You would need to get that $10 offer in front of around 20,000 people to sell 1,000 copies of it and make $10,000 in sales. If you wanted to make $10,000 in sales of that workbook each month, That would mean you have to get it in front of 20,000 people each month to sell a 1,000 units each month. It's a lot of work. That is a lot of work involved in turning a low-ticket offer into those consistent sales. Now, I'm not sure how how high-ticket you mean when you say high-ticket, because for some people, $500 is high-ticket. For others, $50,000 is where they consider high-ticket. So there's there's different uh, interpretations of what high-ticket is, but when you are creating your next offer, it's definitely worthwhile keeping in mind that a higher ticket one is going to be much easier to generate sales and it's going to be much easier to over-deliver and turn those clients or customers into raving fans than trying to just go for that mass approach and sell something at a really low price point. Now, you say that you are leaning towards offering a course. Online courses are amazing. I have built my business mostly by selling online courses, but people don't automatically pay more for an offer because it's a course rather than a workbook, for example. They will pay for, they will pay more for something because they perceive its value to be more. And yeah, they might perceive your online course to be more valuable, but only if the problem that your online course solves for them is a problem that they value paying money to solve. And generally, the bigger the problem or the bigger the transformation, the bigger the problem you're solving or the bigger transformation that your course is delivering, the more somebody will pay for it most of the time. Or if the problem that they are dealing with is really painful, they might pay more to make that problem go away. For example, let's say, um, so mo- most business owners in their early days, they will refuse to pay for a lawyer to trademark their brand name. But then as soon as somebody copies them or starts a business with the same name, suddenly it's now a painful problem for them and they will prioritize spending money on fixing it. So 
when a problem is painful, somebody is much more likely to spend money on it to solve it. When it's a transformation that they really value achieving, they're more likely to spend more money to achieve that. So getting really specific on what problem your course solves or what transformation it delivers, that will be crucial to demonstrating how much value is in it for that person who's wanting to potentially buy it and you know, getting them to actually pay money for what you are selling them. Now, you said it yourself in your question. You said, I think my community will help me answer this question. And that is gold. That is gold because when you can find out what they are struggling with, what problems they need help with, then you can create an offer that helps them to achieve this. Now, you also mentioned that you're thinking of making this course about earning income online and through their homestead. This could work, but when I read that straight away, I think that sounds like two separate outcomes. Potentially, that could be two separate offers. They both solve the same problem, lack of funds, but combining them into one course could be quite overwhelming. And you might also want to do some research about whether your ideal client wants to earn an income online or whether they want to earn an income through their homestead or whether they want to do both because you might find that they want to do one and not the other or you might find that they want to do both. In which case, great, your course is now how to earn an income as a homesteader. But if they want to do one, then it might be how to earn income through your homestead or how to earn an income online as a homesteader. And when you said, yeah, I feel this is something some might pay more money for, yeah, probably. If it is a sufficiently painful pain point for them, you know, not having that money, if that is a pain point for them that they want to solve and you can communicate effectively how you're going to solve their problem, why it's going to solve their problem, why it's going to work for them and why they need it now, then yeah, they will likely buy it. But you won't know until you launch it. And you can do all of the audience research in the world. And I always recommend you do. You can talk to all of the ideal clients. You can do all of the surveys. And these things are so valuable and I highly recommend doing them. But you will also still never know if anyone will buy it until you actually sell it, until you actually launch it. Now, if I were in your shoes, I would probably start sharing content about making money as a homesteader. And I would start nurturing your audience for the next 60 to 90 days or so. And if you already have a podcast, they probably are already fairly engaged. So that's great. And then I would open doors to your course. If people buy it, great. Create it. Teach it week by week. Co-create it with the people who signed up. And if they don't buy it, that's okay. Send out a survey. Find out why they didn't buy. Because it's a lot easier to do that and then find out why they didn't buy than it is to spend all this time creating something only to find out that, oh, they just wanted to learn how to earn income online. They didn't care about earning an income through their homestead, for example. If they tell you, I can't afford it, that's usually because it's easier than telling you, I didn't see enough value in how you communicated this or what this product is to justify that price point. So then you know that something needs tweaking and it's usually not going to be the price. I talked about this in episode 561 back in October, nine episodes ago. So go back and listen to that episode for what to do if somebody tells you they can't afford what you are selling because yeah, most of the time it's not actually the price. So 
to sum all of this up, I would really recommend testing, testing an offer, putting it out there, seeing if that's something that they will pay money for. And if it is, creating it with them. I know that feels really scary, but I'm guessing you already have some kind of framework that you would walk them through to help them create that income. And if you don't have that framework, that's fine. You can start mapping out that framework, but you don't need to create this entire course, record all of the lessons, put all of that work in until you know that people are actually willing to spend money on it. Because it's a lot of time and energy to invest in creating something when we haven't fully validated the idea. All right, that is it for today's episode. Reminder, if you have any questions that you would like to write in and ask me, and I will answer them on this show, please go to stephtaylor.co slash asksteph. You can submit it there and I will potentially do an episode on it. To be honest, we don't get that many questions submitted, so there's actually a pretty high chance that your question will get answered. Thank you so much for listening to this show. Make sure you hit the plus button or follow uh, in Spotify to get brand new episodes released straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you are enjoying the show and you haven't yet left a rating or a review, please do so in Apple Podcast. It really does mean that I get to help more people. It really does impact who listens to the show and it makes a huge difference to me. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.